Welcome everyone. Welcome back to the Wisdom for Women from Yoga and Ayurveda podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Allen. In this episode, episode 20, we're going to explore radical rest. Today's podcast is part two of a two-part series. The first part was episode 19, where we began to examine the idea of toxic productivity. So if you have not yet listened to that episode, go ahead, pause this one, listen to that one first. It's a nice part one to this part two. So what I want to do is invite people to really examine toxic productivity, how it shows up in their life, and then to begin to move away from toxic productivity and begin to invite in radical rest. What do I mean by radical rest? This might just seem like jargon or woo-woo, and I want to break it down for you guys so we are both on the, so we're all of us, so we're all on the same page. Radical rest. Radical rest is prioritizing rest. It's giving yourself permission to rest so that you can do your life's work, show up in your life as your highest self. And I would even say radical rest is giving yourself permission to rest simply because you exist as a human being on this planet and rest is your birthright. Radical rest is the opposite of completing all your work, all your chores, all your tasks, everything on your to-do list, and then rewarding yourself with a little bit of rest. It's the opposite of that. It's resting first. It is a complete mindset shift and it's a radical act in our capitalistic, patriarchal society. We have been conditioned as women to care for others and to care for others even at our own expense. We ignore our body's whispers for rest. We often even ignore our body's screams for rest. Right? That's why so many of us, so many people I work with, they're, they're tired, they're exhausted, they're overworked, they're overburdened, they're overwhelmed, they're over it. They are just, they are ignoring their body's need for rest. And not only the body needs resting. When I first started embracing this idea of radical rest, I did begin on the physical level. And I think many women do. But a number of years ago, I read an article by Sandra Dalton-Smith about the seven types of rest, and it really changed the way I viewed resting and the way I actually rested. Rest should equal restoration in seven key areas of your life, according to Sandra. And I want to share with you the seven types of rest. Then I want to talk to you a little bit about how you can begin to rest into or rest for those seven different types. So let's begin. The seven types of rest, physical rest, mental rest, sensory rest, creative rest, emotional rest, social rest, and spiritual or soul rest. And this is really exciting to begin to understand our complete need for rest and the different aspects of rest 
let me share with you a little bit more about each of these types. So again, many people will be familiar with physical rest. This is resting to relieve the body of physical stress, you know, muscle tension, headaches, lack of sleep. It's for the physical body. How can we rest the physical body? It might be Shavasana, you know, that beautiful time at the end of the yoga class where we just lie in stillness. It might be taking a nap, might be deep breathing, yoga, foam rolling. These are ways I love to rest for the physical body. There's also mental rest. This is resting to silence the anxious mind and refocus to the things that are important to us. How do we rest for the mind? What does radical rest for the mind look like? Shavasana. Maybe it's lying down with an eye pillow. Cloud gazing, stargazing, meditation, chanting. These are ways we can soften the intensity of the mind. Then there's spiritual or or soul rest, rest for the soul. And this is resting for soul exhaustion, right? It's resting to tune into your spiritual beliefs and to reconnect with your highest self. How might we rest for the spirit or soul? Again, Shavasana. There's something so powerful about the act of lying down in stillness. Other ways I rest for the soul are acts of service, gratitude, meditation, prayer, journaling, intuitive practices like oracle cards or tarot cards. These are all ways I rest for the spirit or soul. Nature too. Nature's a big one for soul rest for me. Being out in nature, taking in nature through all my five senses. There's also emotional rest. This is resting so you can really genuinely express your true authentic feelings, right? Moving away from people-pleasing tendencies and really resting your emotions, right? It's resting in the emotional body. What does that look like to rest for the emotions? It might be Shavasana, affirmations, journaling, and I love heart opening yoga to rest for the emotional body. Now there's also social rest, maybe being around too many people uh, too often. There may be relationships that are not replenishing. They're actually quite toxic for you. And so Resting for our social selves. What does this look like in practice? How do we rest for our relationships? Again, Shavasana. That is my number one um, technique for resting, just lying down. You might do meta meditation. Spending time alone, right? Like just being in your presence of yourself, sitting with yourself. If you're resting a particular relationship, you might do partner eye gazing or partner yoga. Then we're going to have sensory rest. And I really love this one because in Ayurveda, we talk a lot about uh, caring for the sense organs. And in our modern society, we can be so sensory overloaded with information bombarding us all the time. So this is resting to diminish sensory input. Pratyahara is what it's called in yoga. How might we do this resting for the senses, radical rest for the senses? Again, Shavasana. 
withdrawing our senses. So not listening to a podcast all the time, not watching things on screens all the time. Um, just really reducing the sensory input. You could do eye palming, tech-free time, and definitely time in nature. The next type of rest is rest, uh, creative rest. So resting to allow for beauty to inspire and, mo- and to motivate us, right? For rest for creativity, shavasana, naps, leisure time, open space in the day, play, and hip openers. These are all beautiful ways to rest um, for creativity. Now, all of these seven types of rest, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, social, sensory, and creative, you can rest all seven types of these with yoga nidra. We're going to talk more about yoga nidra on a separate podcast, but know that yoga nidra is a very powerful way to rest and it allows us to rest our whole being, our physical selves, our pranic self, our energy body, our mental emotional selves, our intuitive selves, and our bliss self. So it moves through the five koshas and it will rest all five koshas and it is a type of rest that will hit all of these seven types for us. So yoga nidra is the number one rest practice. And that's why I practice yoga nidra almost every day. But let's explore the practicality of inviting in rest in our day-to-day. How do we actually do that? It's good in theory. It's good to talk about, but how do we actually do this? And we can come back to the behavioral or habit change science. There are five ways to trigger any habit. And if you want to trigger the habit of rest, these are the five ways. You can use a specific time, a specific place, other people. You can have an emotional trigger or a prior action. Let me explain further. A specific time. You will choose a time and at that time, you will trigger your habit. So at 3 p.m., I will do a yoga nidra practice. You just put that in your calendar, put that on your schedule, and that is how you trigger the habit, a specific place. When I sit on the toilet to go to the restroom, I will do 10 deep breaths. Other people might trigger your habit. When my toddler naps, I nap. Emotional, when I'm feeling frustrated or angry or overwhelmed, I will go outside in nature or look outside onto nature. Prior action. After my yoga practice, I will journal. And this idea of triggering habits and habit stacking is something that I work with clients on one on one in the Sacred Rhythm Collective and in other programs I've run, such as Aim to Ease. And this is a really powerful way to develop habits that you want. So I hope you guys explore these five habit triggers and begin to think of ways to trigger rest and invite rest into your day. I also want to share with you a few affirmations for rest because we have a lot of resistance or that's what I hear from women I work with and personally, there's a lot of resistance around resting. I've been practicing radical rest for a number of years, maybe three, four, five years, and I still resist rest and I know better. 
Here's a few affirmations that support me. It is easy for me to receive rest. I'm open and willing to receive the healing powers of rest. I welcome rest. I am resting and I am rested. And maybe choosing an affirmation that you like and repeating this over and over to yourself throughout the day to really begin to form a relationship with rest. So again, what is radical rest? Radical rest is prioritizing rest. It's the opposite of completing all the work and all the tasks and all the chores and then rewarding yourself with rest. It's resting first. It is a complete mindset shift and a radical act in our modern society. So I hope this has got you really excited about the idea of of inviting rest into your lives. My current favorite rest practices are, of course, yoga nidra, spending time in nature, observing, maybe stargazing, cloud gazing, uh, watching the sunrise or sunset. Those are my two top favorite practices. And as we kind of round down or close out this podcast, I want to share with you a poem by Tracy Stanley. She's an author and just a goddess of yoga nidra. All right. So let the words of Tracy Stanley wash over you as you gently close the eyes and listen in. She is the great mother, the one who loves us unconditionally. Her body is the fertile soil of the earth, her spine a flowing river, her heart filled with a sea of liquid diamonds, her eyes deep pools into an endless void, her breath is rose-colored light filling you with love, her face radiant like the full moon, she is waiting for you to surrender to her arms so she might sleep while awake. Like the divine child whose birthright is deep rest, peace, and truth. Mm. I hope you enjoyed that reading from Tracy Stanley. And in this, if this episode struck a chord in you, like if you are really excited about shifting away from toxic productivity this fall, and inviting in more rest, I invite you to join the Fall Rest Reset. I've been guiding online resets since about 2018, but this year I decided instead of focusing on a traditional Ayurvedic reset, I decided to offer a Fall Rest Reset. I've realized over the last couple of years that the foundation of anything and all things is rest. So starting October 15th, we will lie down and rest together. During this fall rest reset, we will rest specifically for physical, mental, and soul exhaustion through the practice of yoga nidra. I know caregiving can be exhausting. And as caregivers, we often fall into this toxic productivity mode. We serve and support and care for others, often at the expense of our own health. If that sounds like you, if that is you, this fall reset is for you. It includes three live calls. They will be about an hour each. 
the 15th, the 22nd, and 29th. These are Sundays. The calls will be at 4 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. Each call will explore a certain aspect of Yoga Nidra. And then we will rest together. These calls will be recorded. The Yoga Nidra portion of the call will be recorded. And you'll have access to those videos. Now, the invitation is to rest every single day for 21 days. You might do the 30-minute Yoga Nidra practice, or you might do the supplemental five-minute simple rest practice. But the invitation is to really make a commitment to rest, to devote yourself to rest and see what happens in your life. See what happens when you devote yourself to radical rest. I'll include a link in the show notes so you can learn more and register if you desire. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. And until next time, I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you.